Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I very much for most of my career have had the yes virus. And as somebody who gets much more uh, satisfaction out of helping others than myself, it's very hard to say no. And it feels selfish to say no. But what I'm realizing as I'm getting older, as the gray hairs start coming in, um, I've been able to accomplish a lot more by saying no more often. First of all, the big eye-opener to me is how many people actually respect you saying no. Coming up front and saying, hey, listen, I've got you know VaynerMedia to, to build. We're up to 120 employees. We're at 25. I would have never been able to get to this place in the last year if I kept saying yes to everything. The man you just heard is the legendary entrepreneur and marketing expert, Gary Vaynerchuk, also known as Gary V. Gary was talking about the importance of learning when to say yes and when to say no. So before we continue, let me go back to the beginning of that clip and explain a few nouns, verbs, and adjectives to make sure you understand everything. All right, let's do it. And I don't know if that sound just came through the microphone. Um... You might have heard my neighbors upstairs, but please disregard any background noise for the duration of this transmission, my friend. Please and thank you. All right, now, let's do it. I very much for most of my career have had the yes virus. And as somebody who gets much more uh, satisfaction out of helping others than myself, it's very hard to say no. Okay, so Gary says that for most of his career, he's had the yes virus. And this isn't something that you'll hear every day. This isn't something that you might find yourself needing to say at any point in your lifetime. But what he means when he says the yes virus is just the tendency to say yes to everything, even if it's not in your best interest, even if it's going to damage you or hurt you in some way, or you're making unnecessary sacrifices by saying yes, you just feel the need to say yes when people ask you for things or when people ask you to do things. You just, yes, 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 yes to everything. That's the yes virus. And that's what he's talking about. So for most of his career, he's had this 
problem, let's call it a problem or a virus in his words, right? He's had this virus, even though he's the kind of person, or I shouldn't say even though, especially because he's the kind of person that gets more satisfaction out of helping other people than he does out of helping himself. It's hard for him to say no, right? Because of this, this yes virus. Okay. All right, cool. Let me go back a few seconds and we'll continue. And as somebody who gets much more uh, satisfaction out of helping others than myself, it's very hard to say no. And it feels selfish to say no. But what I'm realizing as I'm getting older is the gray hairs start coming in. All right. One thing I want to explain. There's a couple words I could explain, but I imagine you know what selfish means. That's not a super advanced word, right? It's just, you know, somebody who's really only concerned with themselves. So he says that it feels selfish to say no. But what he realized as he's getting older or over time or while becoming older during the process of getting older, as the gray hairs start coming in, and that's really what I wanted to explain was the phrasal verb come in in this case. When he says the, the gray hairs are coming in, it just means appearing as gray hairs start to appear in my head, because that's typically what happens when you get older. So as the gray hairs start coming in, I've realized blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to make that clear. All right, let's continue. To say no, but what I'm realizing as I'm getting older is the gray hairs start coming in. Um, I've been able to accomplish a lot more by saying no more often. First of all, the big eye opener. Okay, he said it kind of fast. I'm going to go back and play it one more time because what I want to explain is more often. Let me play it one more time. And um, I've been able to accomplish a lot more by saying no more often. I've been able to accomplish or achieve or successfully complete many more tasks a lot more. I think I said a lot more twice. I've been able to accomplish or achieve a lot more by saying no more often more often really all this means is with greater frequency than before if something happens often it happens not a little and not a lot somewhere in the middle it happens often so by saying no more frequently more regularly or more often he's been able to accomplish or achieve a lot more in life all right cool let's continue here's start coming in um, I've been able to accomplish a lot more by saying no more often. First of all, the big eye opener to me is how many people actually respect you saying no. All right. First of all, and just in case you don't know, the phrase first of all is typically used or really always used to introduce the first of a list of points or reasons that you're going to mention after you say first of all. For example, first of all, I like this or first of all. This is the problem. And then blah, blah, blah. And then blah, blah, blah. Like you're going to list multiple things. And the first of all of those things is blah. You get the point, right? So first of all, the big eye opener. An eye opener is just something that surprises you or something that teaches you a new or interesting fact about life or people or whatever it may be. It's something that figuratively opens your eyes. It's an eye opener. It helps you see things in a way that you couldn't see them before, or it helps you see something new that you hadn't seen before, right? It figuratively opens your eyes. So the first, or first of all, the big eye opener is how many people actually respect you for saying no. And this is something that we typically 
think is going to hurt people's feelings or make them not like us or respect us anymore. But Gary is saying what he realized, something that opened his eyes, was the fact that people actually respect him more for saying no more often. Okay. All right, let me go back a couple of seconds and we'll continue. Opinion. Um, I've been able to accomplish a lot more by saying no more often. First of all, the big eye-opener to me is how many people actually respect you saying no. Coming up front and saying, hey, listen, I've got, you know, VaynerMedia to, to build. Okay, he said that kind of fast. I'm going to go back and play it again because the words are coming up front and saying blah, blah, blah. He said it really fast. Let me play it one more time. Saying no. Coming up front and saying, hey, listen... I've got, you know, VaynerMedia to, to build. Coming up front and saying, hey, listen, I've got VaynerMedia to build. And just in case you don't know, Vayner, VaynerMedia is his media company. So he's, let me kind of put it all together. First of all, the big eye opener for me is realizing that more people actually respect you for saying no, for coming up front and saying something like, hey, listen, I've got VaynerMedia to build, blah, blah, blah. So up front, which sounds like two words, but it's one in this case. Uh, up front, U-P-F-R-O-N-T, up front, one word. And in this case, when if somebody's up front, it just means that they're being honest and direct from the very beginning. That's really what it means, to be honest and direct from the very beginning, from the first interaction or the first words that come out of your mouth. You, you get the idea. I was about to try and like find a bunch of different ways to express that idea, but I'm sure you understand. So if I am up front with you, it means from the very beginning, I tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. I'm very direct and open and honest and transparent about whatever it is I have to tell you. So you might ask me, hey, do you think that you could, I don't know, help me build a new room in my house? It's going to take two or three weeks. And I might be upfront with you and say, listen, I'd love to help you. I really would. But I have this company that I'm trying to build. I don't have much time. I can't really dedicate enough time to help you build this thing because I'm over here building my own thing. I'm being very upfront and transparent and honest and direct with you and letting you know from the very beginning, I would love to, but I can't. You see what I'm saying? So people respect you more when you are upfront and honest and direct. All right, let's continue. Big eye opener to me is how many people actually respect you saying no, coming up front and saying, "Hey, listen, I've got you know VaynerMedia to, to build. We're up to 120 employees. We're at 25. I would have never been able to get to this place in the last year if I kept saying yes to everything." One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, my friend. So could you understand a little bit? Actually, I haven't even listened to me. Listen to me getting ahead of myself. I haven't even played the clip again. Now I'm going to play it one more time from start to finish. And we'll see if you can follow the entire thing from start to finish. All right, let's do it. I very much for most of my career have had the yes virus. And as somebody who gets much more uh, satisfaction out of helping others than myself, it's very hard to say no. And it feels selfish to say no. But what I'm realizing as I'm getting older, as the gray hairs start coming in, um, I've been able to accomplish a lot more by saying no more often. First of all, the big eye-opener to me is how many people actually respect you saying no. Coming up front and saying, hey, listen, I've got you know, VaynerMedia to, to build. We're up to 120 employees. We're at 25. I would have never been able to get to this place in the last year if I kept saying yes to everything. All right, now I can ask you confidently, <laughs> could you understand more the second time than you could the first time? I really hope so. I really hope the explanations are helpful to you. You keep listening to the podcast, so they must be helpful. But, you know, I can't hear you, so I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope that's the case. All right, my friend. But at this point in the transmission, I just want to leave you with a few things to think about, write about, and or talk about. It's very important that you remember with each and every episode comes new ideas, new words, new phrases, new expressions, idioms, culture, and all these things. And it's fine if you listen and you understand and you slowly but surely improve your comprehension, because that certainly will happen the longer you listen to this podcast. But I know for a fact that your goal is not just to comprehend the English language, it is to speak the English language and to be able to write confidently and naturally and effectively in the English language. And to achieve that goal, you must practice, right? So I'm going to leave you with a few ideas that you can write about in your journal or discuss with your language exchange partner. You can talk to yourself about these things. You can talk to your English teacher, whoever you have to talk to. That's what you talk to. You get what I'm trying to say. Okay. So here are some things to think about. The first one is the yes virus. You might discuss the pressure in professional and or personal environments to always say yes, right? And the potentially detrimental effects this can have on your personal well-being and your productivity. Because we all know this is a common thing, especially if you work in a big corporation, a multinational company, businesses run 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or at least many of the employees do, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes we feel that pressure to just say yes whenever our superior asks us to do something because we're afraid that if we say no, they might not value us as much. They might look for reasons to fire us in the future. They might give somebody else the promotion. We might lose that sense of security that we feel in relation to our job if we start saying no when people ask us to do things. So contemplate the yes virus and how it affects your well-being and your productivity at work and in life. Number two, overcoming the guilt of saying no. Many people feel so guilty when they have to tell somebody else no, especially somebody that they love or somebody that they care about. So explore that concept. Explore the concept of saying no as a form of self-care instead of selfishness. Because saying no is not always selfish. Sometimes it's in your best interest 
to say no. Just like in the example that Gary gave in the clip, he's trying to build this this gigantic media company. He went from 25 employees to 120. And part of that success was saying no to the right things. Understanding that every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to a million other things. And that's not always a good thing, right? So explore that concept. Maybe saying no, at least in some cases, is in your best interest. And it's a form of self-care and not selfishness, right? All right, number three, growing and learning with age or with time. Same idea. I want you to reflect on how your perspectives and your priorities can change as you get older. You might discuss how personal and professional growth often involve learning to set boundaries and balance your commitments in life. Number four, accomplishing more by doing less. Discuss the paradox of achieving more by saying no more often. Consider the role of focus in achievement and how spreading yourself too thin can actually hamper your progress. And just in case you don't know, to spread oneself too thin basically means to try and do too many things at the same time. You're trying to build a business and raise a family and you got three or four side projects over here that you got going on and you're helping your sister with her business and you have a full-time job and a part-time. You're just doing way too many things. You're spreading yourself way too thin. So consider how focus plays a role in achievement and how spreading yourself too thin can actually hamper or hinder or slow down your progress. Number five, respect for boundaries. I want you to explore how setting boundaries and saying no can actually garner respect from others, which contradicts the fear that it might lead to criticism or disappointment. Now, that sentence structure was a bit advanced, so I'll say it in a different way just to make sure it's extra clear. I want you to explore how setting boundaries and saying no can actually make people respect you more. And consider how that idea that I've just mentioned contradicts the fear that we feel, the fear that saying no might lead to criticism and disappointment. Because that's what many of us think. If we tell people, especially people we love and care about, if they ask us for help or they ask us to do something or go somewhere or whatever, if we tell them no, sometimes we fear that they'll criticize us, that we're going to disappoint them, they'll lose respect for us, they won't love us or like us as much as they did before. When in reality, saying no can often make people respect you more because they see you have boundaries. You're willing to say no. You're willing to say what's really on your mind. You're willing to tell people you don't want to do something or you simply can't do something. Because many times, I don't know if you've noticed this, but people who are incapable of saying no, I don't know about you, but I typically, like, especially when I know the person wants to say no or the person's, tr- they're telling me no without actually saying the words, I tend to lose respect for that person. You typically, I mean, you don't respect people that aren't willing to be direct and honest and tell you like it is to keep it real with you. You see what I'm saying? It's just something to think about. Something to think about. So number six, being upfront and honest, which is what I was just talking about. I want you to delve into the importance or explore the importance of transparency and straightforwardness in professional communication. Also personal communication, right? 
It goes both ways, professional, personal, at work, at home. For me, it's all the same. So discuss the benefits or the merits of being upfront, direct, honest, transparent, and open about the limitations and commitments that you have instead of over-promising and under-delivering. Now, what do I mean by that? To over-promise and under-deliver basically means you promise this person that you're going to do X, Y, Z, 1, 2, and 3, and then you under-deliver by just doing X and Y. Z and 1 and 2 and 3, you never did those things because you over-promised. You promised more than you were capable of doing, and then you under-delivered. You delivered less than you promised because what you want to do is under-promise promise less than you can actually give, and then over-deliver, surprise them by giving them more than what you promised, you know? You probably hear that a lot in a business context, right? You want to under-promise and over-deliver for your customers. Tell them we can do X, Y, and Z, but then turn around and do X, Y, and Z, one, two, three, four, five, and six, and they'll fucking love you, right? Under-promise, over-deliver. Anyway, that's a different subject, right? I want you to contemplate the importance and the benefits of being upfront and honest with people in your personal life, but also in your professional life. And finally, if you're really into business, maybe you have a startup idea or you're a solopreneur or something like that, I want you to contemplate scaling a business. I want you to think about the challenges and the strategies involved in growing a business from 25 employees to 120, like in Gary's example. Reflect on the importance of prioritizing and making difficult decisions to facilitate the growth of your company. Now, at this point in the transmission, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you love this show and you want to learn more effectively with every episode, then consider signing up for a monthly subscription on Patreon. Patreon is a platform that enables creators like myself to receive support from their audience with a monthly subscription in exchange for exclusive benefits and bonus content. So when you subscribe to my Patreon, you'll get a vocabulary guide with every episode so you can understand all the advanced words and phrases and expressions and see them used in natural context with example sentences. You'll also get bonus episodes available only to my loved and appreciated supporters. Much love and a big shout out to all my current Patreon supporters. You'll also get to listen to the episodes without interruptions from advertisers and sponsors, and you will get access to new episodes as soon as they are available, as soon as I finish them, as opposed to waiting every week for one or maybe two new episodes. So if that sounds interesting to you and you'd like to support me and my work, just click the link in the description of this episode and sign up. Now, as always, I want to thank you so much for your time and your attention, my friend. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Real English Radio. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.